We love chopping it up with Sophia Minert here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Sophia, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? We are good. We are a little bit slighted. We feel a little bit lousy because, um, well, Green Bay is the number one city in America, according to U.S. News and World Report. And um, we just wonder what you thought about that. Are you a big, uh, big fan of the old Bay? I disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> that was very diplomatic. I appreciate the diplomacy. Uh, yeah, surprising, right? Like we're not we're not trying to like sit here and th- you know grenade Green Bay, but like it does feel like. I, well, but just what does it feel like, well, guys? It like, feels like it? it feels like U.S. News <laughs> is lying to us, Sophia. In the opening paragraph, in "What's It Like to Live in Green Bay," they say this city boasts a thriving entertainment and arts scene. Green Bay has a thriving entertainment and art scene. <laughs> I want to make the cricket sound, but I don't know how to make the cricket sound. Yeah, I I was just going to say like what what are the rank like what are the parameters for the rankings? Because like I wouldn't put like the thriving arts and entertainment scene at the top of the list of like why you go to Green Bay. Well, it turns out the number one criteria was must have an NFL stadium yeah. and a sledding hill right next door, and it was like well. They Pretty win. much the only option here. If you like riding bikes in the summer around said NFL stadium, <laughs> then this is the place. <laughs> in freezing yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't Bicycle America making yeah. this list, was it? Because I could see them having a soft spot in their heart for Green Bay, Wisconsin. No, yeah, we were surprised about it. And again, we're not trying to take shots at Green Bay, but it does feel like there are better places to live because we never took Green shots. Bay. We never took shots at Madison because I think they've been one or top five, and that that doesn't feel too bad. Green Bay just feels very obscure. Well, and, and, and Sophia, I, say, you... I mean, I'm biased. I'm from Madison. Like my parents still live there. My brother still lives there. I loved growing up there. I could definitely make a case for it, but even I would like say like there are certainly better places to live across the country than madison you know i mean within the state i think you can you can definitely make a case for it but um yeah but of all the places you've visited like where where's a place like a major league city since you're traveling all over and, and you'll even get to hit more this year with the brewers playing every team in baseball like what's a city that you're like yeah i could see myself living here oh that's a good one um you know we do talk about that all the time of like we're only here for, you know, three, four days at a time. Um, gosh, a place that I could see myself living. Well, I could definitely live in San Diego. Um, couldn't? That would not be a big reach for me. Which was like 85 uh, on the list. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's right. crazy. Um, I, so one city, I, I wish like we could have gone back to Seattle in the summer um, because I just feel like we got to – we got a very different feel for Seattle when we were there earlier this year, but I've heard that like that is a beautiful place to live. Um, we just didn't have great weather while we were there, but maybe that's true for what it's like to live in Seattle. I don't know. Hmm. Um, I, I mean, I always like Chicago, but that's kind of a, a basic one. I don't think I could live in New York like long term. Absolutely love going there, but just don't see myself living there long term. Well, we did say that this list does seem to be out on big cities, right? If some of the criteria was crime Mm -hmm. and air quality and things like that, those are things that just exist in big cities. And so it did seem like those were almost automatically disqualified. And I imagine, Sophia, when you're traveling, you are going to a lot of 
big cities because that's where the baseball teams are located. You know, like I was telling these guys, like, like I don't, I've been to Atlanta a number of times, right? Passing through and staying there. And my friends who live in the area, they, even they choose not to live in Atlanta, right? They live in other uh, suburbs of Atlanta or even pushing out as far as 40 minutes outside of Atlanta. Um, And so those cities would obviously get that deferential treatment as opposed to Atlanta. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you're going to the big cities. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And and usually like we're in the heart of those big cities because, you know, you're staying at places that are like convenient and and also somewhat close to to the ballparks. So, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, And honestly, so many of these cities have changed since COVID. Like it's it's noticeable in a lot of these cities that we visit um, just how much downtowns and these big cities just how much the vibe has changed, how much like the foot traffic has changed, businesses, all of that. Like it's it's very noticeable. So Sophia, what happened to Wade Miley? I was watching the game early on last night and he's about to throw a pitch and all of a sudden the bullpen comes out of nowhere. Or not the bullpen, but the mm-hmm. the dugout comes out of nowhere and calls timeout and I'm like, what the heck just happened? I know. It's it is amazing to me, honestly, like it is like eagle eyes, um, especially on these pitchers, but on all the players um, of just how well, you know, Craig, the kitchen, the pitching coach, Chris Hook, the training staff, how well they know these players, their mechanics, their bodies. Um, so it was the second inning is what you're talking about. And Wade Miley had given up a home run to Nolan Arnato, that it was followed by a walk. And then it was the next batter, um, essentially what happened is the pitch after he threw to Nolan Arenado on the home run, um, he just felt something grab. He thought it was like underneath his armpit and he just kind of continued to try to pitch through it until finally they just saw something that just wasn't right. I think William Contreras, who was catching, saw the same thing. So they went out to get him and and unfortunately for him, it's a left lat strain. So they're going to send him back to Milwaukee to get an MRI and more testing and see the doctor's. He might rejoin us on this trip, but he's going to go on the IL, um, and that MRI will tell us how long he'll be out. But lat strains can be really tricky. So, um, again, we don't have a timeline yet, but typically those those are a longer rehab. So it's just really, really a tough break for Wade Miley because he was pitching so well, and he was only able to get five outs last night. So, yeah, as you said, the, the bullpen just did an absolutely incredible job last night. So does that put more pressure on Corbin Burns today to have to go longer since they had to use so much of the bullpen yesterday? Yeah, that's what's, I mean, that's why, you know, it's, it's, you know, we don't usually say like must win games in, in May here, but just considering like you're not playing these division teams as much now and the Brewers aren't going to see the Cardinals until September now, which is just crazy to me with the schedule. Um, they're going to play the Cardinals seven times over the last two weeks in September, but Ooh, that's that's pennant it. games for sure. I mean, yeah, unless, you can, games, unless you think that Pittsburgh is going to keep uh, keep a hold of this pace, exactly. So it's like you know, when you lose a starter and then you have to ask your bullpen to do that much, you it, that game almost becomes like a must win because these to use your bullpen that way. Um, it comes at a price, right? Like they all did an incredible job. We'll see who's available today, but yes, I mean, they're definitely going to ask for length from Corbin Burns tonight. Um, quality start as deep as he can go. Uh, it does help. However, that they've got an off day tomorrow. 
So that will help everybody regroup. But, um, yeah, these it, this is kind of the nature of the balanced schedule now is you're playing these division teams less. Um, you don't control when you play them. So, But the Brewers learned the lesson last year. You know, these tiebreakers, they matter. So these games, they matter a lot, and you're trying to win these division series. Yeah, Adam McAlvey referencing that in his article about the game as well, Sophia, talking about the regular season series with the Phillies, which loomed large when the two teams mm-hmm. were fighting for the NL wild card. It had already been established. They had no more tiebreaker games, and of course it all played out the way it played out. So last thing we have for you, Sophia, before we let you go, I went to the Lizzo concert last night at Pfizer Forum. I imagine that if you weren't covering this awesome baseball game, which turned out to be an awesome baseball game as the bullpen came in and held on for the win, you would have come with me. Instead, I took my husband, which was, you know, fine. Fine. I <laughs> would have preferred <laughs> to, to go clear, with the girlfriend. He, here's fun. the thing. He was like, how many girlfriends did you ask before you settled on me? And I was like, don't worry about it. He's like, all of them? I was like, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much all Went of through them. through the entire phone. <laughs> Every single girlfriend. A lot of my girlfriends were there, and they were with other groups. So, um, But is there a concert for you that you are still, like, circling when they come to town or you'd be willing to travel to go see like a bucket list concert that before you die, you want to see this act in person live. Well, first of all, how was Lizzo? So good. Unbelievably <laughs> I bet, good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I saw your Instagram and I was like, Oh man, that looks so fun. Um, and it's funny. We were talking about that with uh, Wildy and Tausch yesterday and they brought up the Lizzo concert. And then I guess Shania Twain was also in Madison last night. So like, hmm. we're really thriving in, uh, in our, huh. huh, huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Green Bay didn't have a concert last night. Weird. So weird. Very strange for a thriving so arts and entertainment scene. You'd think they'd have had something. So weird. Or so mean. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to throw out two very unrelated artists. Um, I would love to see the Adele show just because oh, I yes. keep hearing such incredible things about her Vegas residency. Someday, somehow, I would love to go see the Adele show. And this one's actually coming up in Milwaukee. I think it's next weekend. Janet Jackson is coming. Mm. And I just think she, I don't know. I just, I want to go see Janet Jackson. I just think she's got so many hits. She's so iconic. I think it'd be a fun show. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to try to make it to that one, but we're going to see. I've seen Janet Jackson. She is fantastic. She still dances up there with her dancers, and it is hit after hit after hit. You will be standing the entire show. That's what I want. Like, that's what I'm hoping it is. And I understand that if she's older, she may not sound the same, et cetera. But I'm just, I'm here for the hits. You know, I'm here for just the library. I'm here for the hits. That applies to concerts and baseball, which is something Sophia (laughs) knows a little bit about. Sophia, have a great game today. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.